of the many things we don't hear about enough in the church today is mental prayer. It would be nice if the priests would preach it on Sunday to, at the Mass, but such is the state of the church. And for those of the priests who might be listening to this, who do preach this like, on occasion, thank you. You are spiritual fathers and we need more priests like you. So that criticism is not directed at you. St. Bonaventure tells us that mental prayer is, as it were, a mirror into the soul in which we see all the stains that are on our soul. In a letter to the Bishop of Osma, St. Teresa of Avila says, Although it appears to us that we have no imperfections, still when God opens the eyes of the soul, as he usually does in prayer, our imperfections are then clearly seen. Mental prayer is incredibly efficacious in overcoming the sins in our life, and very few of us do it. So today for you I have St. Alphonsus Liguori and his method of mental prayer. This is take excerpts from several places in one of his works put together into one piece on mental prayer. So I hope that you find this efficacious for you. And I'll have some more from other saints after St. Alphonsus's words. A Method of Mental Prayer by St. Alphonsus Liguori it is certain that without the divine assistance we can do nothing good for our souls. God also has declared that graces are granted to those only who ask for them. Ask and it shall be given you. See Matthew chapter 7, verse 7. Seek and it shall be given you. Therefore, as says St. Teresa, he who seeks not does not receive. Hence it is common opinion of the Holy Fathers with St. Thomas that without it it is impossible to persevere in the grace of God and to save oneself. But he who prays is sure of the help of God. We have his word for it, which cannot fail, repeated so often in the sacred Gospels. All things whatsoever you ask when you pray, believe that you shall receive, and they shall come to you. See Mark chapter 11, verse 2. Everyone that asks, receives. See Luke chapter 11, verse 10. Amen, amen, I say unto you, if you ask the Father anything in my name, he will give it to you. See John chapter 16, verse 23. God grants everything that we ask him for in the name of Jesus Christ. If then we wish to be saved, we must pray, and pray with humility and confidence, and above all, with perseverance. The Manner of Making Mental Prayer First, in the preparation the following acts may be made. My God, I believe that you are here present, and I adore you with all my heart. A desire at this moment to be burning in hell for my sins. Oh my God, I am sorry for having offended you. Pardon me. Eternal Father, grant me light in this meditation, that I may profit by it. Then say a Hail Mary to the Divine Mother, and a glory be to the Father, in honor of St. Joseph, of your guardian angel, and of your holy patron. Second, then read your meditation for the day, such as from scripture or other approved spiritual reading. Yet while reading this, you should stop at those passages in which the soul finds that it is receiving nourishment, and we should try to produce acts of humility, of thanksgiving, especially of contrition and of love, of resignation, and of self-offering. We should say, O Lord, dispose of me as you please. Help me to know all that you require of me. I wish to please you in all things. We should especially apply ourselves to making petitions and asking God to grant us holy perseverance, his love, light, and strength that we mostly need in order to do his holy will, and to pray always. And third, in the end, we should this we should make consider that is what we are doing makes thus. We make the resolution to avoid some particular sin into which we fall the most often. We should finish by saying in our Father, 
and a Hail Mary, never forget in meditation to recommend to God the souls in purgatory, and all poor sinners. The Method of Making Mental Prayer Mental prayer consists of three parts, the preparation, the meditation, and the conclusion. The preparation consists of three acts, one of faith in the presence of God, of humility, with a short act of contrition and of prayer to be enlightened, saying as follows for the first, My God, I believe that you are present with me, and I adore you with all the affection of my soul. For the second, O Lord, my sins I deserve to be now in hell. I repent, O infinite goodness, my whole heart of having offended you. For the third, my God, for the love of Jesus and Mary, give me the light in this prayer that I may profit by it. And say a Hail Mary to the most blessed Virgin, that she may obtain light for us. And the glory be to the Father, to St. Joseph, to your guardian angel, and to your patron saint, for the same end. These acts should be made with attention, but briefly. And then you go on directly to the meditation. In the meditation, you can always make use of some book, at least at the beginning, and stop where you find yourself mostly touched by, by what you read. St. Francis de Sales says that in this we should do as the bees, which settle on a flower as long as they find any honey in it, and then pass on to another. It should also be observed that the fruits to be gained by meditation are three in number. One, to make affections, to pray, and to make resolutions. And in these consists the profit to be derived from mental prayer. After you have meditated on some eternal truth, and God has spoken to your heart, you must also speak to God, and first by forming affections, be they acts of faith, of thanksgiving, of humility, or of hope. But above all, repeat the acts of love and contrition. St. Thomas says that every act of love merits for us the grace of God and paradise. Every act of love merits eternal life. Each act of contrition obtains the same thing. Acts of love are such as these. My God, I love you above all things. I love you with all my heart. I desire to do your will in all things. I rejoice that you are infinitely happy, and the like. For an act of contrition, it is enough to say, O infinite goodness, I have I repent of having offended you. In the second place, you must pray. Ask God to enlighten you, to give you humility or other virtues, grant you a good death and eternal salvation, but above all, his love and holy perseverance. And when the soul is in great aridity, it is sufficient to repeat, My God, help me. Lord, have mercy on me. My Jesus, have mercy. And if you do nothing but this, your prayer will be will succeed exceedingly well. In the third place, before finishing your prayer, you must form a particular resolution, as, for instance, to avoid some occasion of sin, to bear with an annoyance from some person, to correct some fault, and the like. Finally, in the conclusion, three acts are to be made. In the first, we must thank God for the inspirations we have received. In the second, we must make a determination to observe the resolutions we have made. In the third, we must ask God for the love of Jesus and Mary to help us keep our resolution. The prayer concludes by the recommendation of the souls in purgatory, the prelates of the church, sinners, and all of our relatives and friends, for which we may say in our Father and a Hail Mary. St. Francis de Sales exhorts us to choose some thought which may have struck us more especially in our prayer, that we may remember it during the rest of our day. So those are the words of St. Alphonsus Liguori. And I want you to consider some of these following quotes from other of the great saints of the church on this. He who neglects mental prayer needs no devil to carry him to hell. He brings himself there with his own hands. Yet the devil knows that he has lost the soul that perseveringly practices mental prayer. So says St. Teresa of Avila. Knowing how much is at stake, the devil wants at all costs to keep us from being faithful to mental prayer says Father Jacques Philippe. 
To vocal prayer we must add mental prayer, which enlightens the mind, inflames the heart, and disposes the soul to listen to the voice of wisdom, to savor his delights, and possess his treasures. For myself I know of no better way of establishing the kingdom of God, eternal wisdom, than to unite vocal and mental prayer by saying the Holy Rosary and meditating on its fifteen mysteries, says St. Louis de Montfort. And finally, in mental prayer the soul is purified from its sins, nourished with charity, confirmed in faith, and strengthened in hope. The mind expands, the affections dilate, the heart is purified, truth becomes evident, temptation is conquered, sadness dispelled, the senses are renovated, drooping powers revive, tepidity ceases, the rust of vices disappears. Out of mental prayer issues forth like living sparks, those desires of heaven which the soul conceived when inflamed with the fire of divine love. Sublime is the excellence of mental prayer, and great are its privileges. To maintain prayer, heaven is opened. To mental prayer, heavenly secrets are manifested, and the ear of God is ever attended, says St. Peter of Alcantara. So there you have it. St. Alphonsus Liguori and many of the good saints on the on mental prayer, which is possibly the most important practice you can establish in your life. So I highly recommend that you take up this devotion, take up this practice, as St. Alphonsus Liguori recommends, and pray that you are able to persevere in it, and pray that I will be able to persevere in it too, because we all need to have each other in we need to all support each other in our prayers in this thanks for listening i'm anthony stein ave maria